0: Hey, this is matt beckwith with the winning with beckwith podcast the purpose of this podcast is to provide sales business and leadership information to help individuals in all walks of life each episode is unique and we will bring some of the top leaders and business owners to the podcast to share what they have learned and are learning as well as myself so thank you for tuning in welcome to this episode of winning with beckwith i think this is probably the most nervous that i've been for any episode uh this is my amazing wife the queen of the Beckwith household, Tasha Beckwith. And you're excited to be here? I am
1: very excited to be here.
0: I had to really talk her into doing it, but (laughs) she is excited to be here. And I wanted to have her on because she just has so much wisdom, um, not just for me, um, but for really any business owner. She's gonna shed some light today on on tons of stuff. No pressure.
1: Yeah, none, I I feel none.
0: Yeah, and most people don't know that winning with Beckwith um, actually is winning with Tasha Beckwith. It's, it's not Matt Beckwith. So, um, she is, uh, just amazing. We have a ton of things we could talk about. Um, wanted to really focus in today on talking about priorities and business and life. Um, you know, a lot of people could look at us and think we have the perfect marriage. Maybe we've been married 19 years. And, um, but at one point about 10 years ago, we were pretty much at the point of divorce. Yeah. And I think that that was a big wake-up call for me personally, and I think for our family, Mm -hmm. that we had our priorities out of whack. So talking about work-life balance is really important to me. And honestly, I wanted to have her on to talk with us about it, because obviously she helps me with it as well, to remind me what the priorities are. Um, But we're excited. And so, um, again, we've been married 19 years. We have four daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, Almost 19 years almost 19 years this year mm-hmm. um, that's her she's got to be exact so <laughs> anything I missed no. anything anybody should know about you that they don't know already
1: um, I don't think so I mean um, yeah we have four daughters so <laughs> we're growing every day and our weaknesses and our strengths
0: that's right <laughs> that's right so hopefully that was a good intro um, I tried to tell I just want everybody to know that she's amazing um, you know what she does for me what she does for our family and, and helping to keep uh, I couldn't uh, helping to keep me straight and the family straight is is just second nature to you, but you do a great job. Well, you're also very you beautiful, you know Thanks, but babe. smart, you're smart first <laughs> and a godly woman before that. Um, so anyway we're we're excited to have you on today. Um, again, before we get into it, I just want to thank the listeners like I just appreciate all the comments you guys are giving um, everything that you, uh, say to me when I see you out in the streets that this podcast has really helped your life. And, and again, the goal of the podcast is really just to share some of the things I've learned. Uh, so the, the stuff that the guests have learned just to help you grow your business um, and also help your life. Like I said, this isn't just about growing a business. And so um, growing your life is good. So, So 10 years ago, how messed up were our priorities?
1: Incredibly messed up. I think Like a lot of people, we kind of were following the way of the world and priorities instead of um, the way we should have been doing it, which is God first, family second, and um, well, marriage second, family third, and then everything else.
0: Yeah. So that was good. Um, So we're saying um, the priorities, what were my priorities? 'Cause I just want everybody to know how how horrible of a person well, I was. No, to we be
1: were now. both we were both very mixed <laughs> up in it. We yours was your first was work all day long. Work, yeah. work, work. Um, you were very driven to succeed in your work. And I, like so many, especially mothers, stay at home mothers in particularly, um, was very focused on raising our kids. And I was a young mother, so um, not a lot of people my age were Doing what I was still doing, still young at the time. mother, still young. Yeah.
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> um. And so I was just hunkered down, trying to figure it out, figure it out, and you know, through that, I was just isolating myself, and you were secluding yourself, and we just were kind of like on two different two different roads.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, what we see. Today And so, like I said, our marriage almost fell apart. And so um, from that, when, when God healed our marriage, we actually transitioned into um, mentoring and counseling other couples. And And it's so funny because when we see a lot of the, the I'll call them issues or challenges in a marriage, it's usually the same stuff right, communication obviously is a big one. Um, but also just having, the, it, it's always not having uh, priorities in line. whether it's focusing on finances or focusing on on your job more than your other priorities. Um, it's usually the same problems. And so when we're mentoring couples, um, it's always easy to see, um, but when you're in it, it's not always easy to see at that moment. And I think a lot of people, like Tasha was saying, they kind of get into this, this mode of, um, You know, the wife typically is more focused on the kids and kind of puts the kids number one, right? And the husband is out there feeling that pressure and that weight of providing for the family and just focused on grinding out um, a business. And so in our world as entrepreneurs or starting a business, it's so easy to fall in that trap. And and I just wanna encourage you guys to really think about it. Um, Take time to think about where where your priorities are now. And so we had to learn the hard way. So give us the order of the priorities again that you said earlier, because that was good. Um,
1: God first, your marriage second, your children and family third, and then everything else.
0: Yeah. And so I added something to this because I was thinking a lot about this. Okay. So I had the top three. And then number four, I had physical health, um, because I do think that affects Everything. Right. And so I know I've talked about this on on earlier episodes, but I'm really focused this year on on getting physically healthy. Um, And I do believe that affects our relationship with God. Right. Uh, That affects our relationship with our spouse, um, our relationship with our kids, our family. Um, And so getting that right, then we'll take care of the rest of it, which is, you know, your job and and the other responsibilities that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, So Let's talk about putting God first in our life. So what, what does that mean? Explain to me what you mean by putting God first in your life.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, when we think about putting God first in our life, it's you know, seeking Him first every day, meeting Him relationally. So you know, reading your Bible, prayer, um, those kind of things. Um, but also seeking Him throughout your day in the small and in the, the big things. The small things are just as important as the big things.
0: So what do you mean by small things? Give me an example. <clears throat> I know what you mean. But I mean maybe it, for somebody that doesn't know what you mean It by can
1: it. I mean it can be something as I mean just you know, order my steps today or like help me to surrender what I do get done as much as what I don't. For me that um, I'm a one on the Enneagram, so if anybody if anybody knows the Enneagram it's the reformer or the perfectionist. So for me, that is a really big prayer that I like to pray because it just helps me to be like, okay, I didn't get that done because I wasn't supposed to get it done yeah. and so that's for another day. Mm, um, so good. just those little tiny things throughout your day of just seeking him and connecting with him because it's relationship. and so if you're only you know if you're only calling your friend once a week or once a day, um, and that somebody that you're supposed to be really close to, your relationship isn't going to be that strong. But mm-hmm. if you're constantly thinking about them and meeting them, even in the small things, that's how you build a strong relationship.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a really good analogy because God is our friend, mm-hmm. right? And I know that um, when we go to God on a daily basis, right, it's just like a friendship, and um, we're going to have a better relationship. And so one thing for me as a business owner, um, an entrepreneur, when I first started um, reading the Bible, and I would ask God, I would say, "Hey, God, I want you to reveal um, thing through, you know, wisdom through your Scripture for business." And eventually, I'd be reading, and I'd be like, "This isn't helping." At first, and then I realized, like, like just being in the Word and meditating on the Word, then not necessarily always going to be something exactly spelled out in scripture that that relates to business or giving you wisdom for that day. But what I've learned is just slowing down, taking that time and reflecting and and really just meditating on the word, journaling, uh, writing stuff down like a lot of times God does give me wisdom in the business world, which is counter to what a lot of people think. Um, But as I know, for me, is a big part of my success and our success as a family. So. Anything you wanted to add there? Uh-uh. All right. Good. So um, what do you would say some practical ways that um, you keep your spouse and your marriage above work or keeping that above all your other priorities other than God? Like what are some things couples could do um, in order to focus on that or help that?
1: Well, I think it's important to be intentional about spending time with your spouse. Um, so it's very easy to get caught up in the swing of life right now. We're in a very busy season of life. We have our youngest is seven and our oldest is 15 and our older three all play sports year round. And so we have to be incredibly intentional about making sure that, that we're having date nights Mm. that we're taking even snippets of time to be like, we need to sit down and just connect. Um, it's very easy to just go different directions and think that you're doing the right thing because. You are invested in your family, but are you being intentionally invested in your marriage? Um, and so I, we, we encourage people when we're doing marriage mentoring to, and we were encouraged ourselves originally, um, and it was not easy to shoot for twice a month going on date nights, yeah, um, just so that you can connect. Because what happens so often is people get to the end of the road, retirement age, or or your children leave the house and you know you think oh well, when we retire we're going to do all these fun things but then you get to those point that that point in life and you don't know each other and mm-hmm. so that's often when a lot of marriages fail because they haven't been intentional to stay connected
0: yeah and i and i also realize or i think we've realized through you know like watching our parents we have awesome parents right yes. um that they once they got to retirement age they were all you know blessed but a lot of times the health isn't always uh, what you think it's going to be when you retire. And so, um, I don't like to say like, you know, you only live once motto, but you only live once. And so being present in your marriage, I think is what Tasha's saying. Actually, I know that's what you're saying is like, be present, be intentional, make sure you put your marriage above everything else. Because when you do that, I'm telling you the business part takes care of itself, right? Obviously with God, and then you put your marriage first. It really does take care of everything else yeah. um, so date nights you talked about mm-hmm. right being intentional there mm-hmm. um, you know I feel like if you don't know what to do for date nights right what are some ideas you would give somebody um, if they were like I don't even know what to do we've had kids our kids are being young and now all of a sudden we're trying to do date nights and we don't know what to do
1: well and I think that comes with maybe not even knowing what you have in common. Mm-hmm. Like you can often get to a point where, you're like, what do we like? Which happened to us. We weren't even that old, no. um, and we were like, I don't even like. I don't know. I don't know what we like to do together because in the earlier years we met. I was nineteen when I met him, and he was twenty-one. So what we were doing as adult parents with three children was very different. Mm-hmm. Or we didn't want to do the things that we were doing in, in our young years, you know? And so we had we just were like, all right, you pick a you pick a date, I pick a date. And then we just kind of started to explore and figure it out, like, what do we like to do together? Um, and as you kind of do that, you do find things. It was it was amazing some of the things that we we realized we had been together for Yeah. Nine years and didn't know that we, well, married for nine years longer than that. And we didn't even know we liked the same things. Yeah. One thing is
0: like, I didn't realize that she was a great skier and I love snowboarding. (laughs) And, uh, once we realized that we're like, oh, well, let's go take a ski trip. And
1: and,
0: (laughs) It's it's pretty pathetic. Cause again, that just shows like where we were Mm -hmm. like, you know, and, and nothing. Obviously I was so focused on work and you were so focused on, on raising amazing kids um, that we just didn't even think about because we weren't intentional with our relationship, which again was, was the most important thing. But I always, you know, we encourage people to, you know, try to find, uh, you know, for a husband, you know, start out with a date, you know, that you might like. The wife might not, might not necessarily like that. Maybe she doesn't want to go to a, a, you know, a Washington football team game or something like that. Not that we used to like to do that, but, um, you know, and and I know one of your hobbies used to be shopping, not actually buying stuff, but you do like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's more of the experience, right? And so I tried to go shopping with her and, um, you know, that she doesn't like shopping with me anymore, but (laughs) it was still like a good way for us to kind of spend time together and enjoy each other's passions while we were looking for ways to do things together that we both liked yeah right yeah we both like the beach so that's good yeah. and some other things yeah. but i encourage you like if you don't know what to do right try anything and it Just can be do super simple. yeah you know
1: sometimes people are like well we don't have the money but go on a walk you know go on a walk or like one of the things we used to do um <laughs> was have a cheese tray like we had we we started like buying a different bottle of wine and buying some different cheeses and we would just sit and try to, like that was our date night because yeah. we didn't have a lot of money and we didn't have babysitters so um you know you can kind of get creative there's lots of things i mean the internet is a there's a world of ideas pinterest out there. I, I mean i don't make probably <laughs> I probably don't um but it sounded
0: know, good the internet um, pinterest.
1: Just, you know try things there's even date night books you know about like ideas for for different dates. So, um, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta be intentional and try.
0: Yeah. So just going back to the order of priorities that, that Tasha brought up, God, right? God first, your marriage, your spouse, um, if you're married, your family, your kids, um, which let's talk about kids. Okay. We do have a, a lot of kids. We do. Did you always want that many kids? I'm just, <laughs> no, no. We have, as I mentioned earlier, we have four daughters and And um, it definitely uh, creates more things to work around. I'll say it that way. Mm -hmm. Love the kids. If you're listening, you guys are all amazing. Uh, But as as keeping priorities in line, again, we had to put our marriage um, above that. Mm -hmm. But also when we got to the kids, I know when we were at that brink of kind of the breaking point in our marriage, Mm -hmm. like I felt like. Um, God was just telling me like your legacy, your legacy, your legacy, and what do you want your legacy to look like? And it was really just about hey those kids and and how we can um, raise them the right way. And so you're an amazing mom. Thank you. You're an
1: amazing dad.
0: Any any uh, advice out there for parents that are maybe maybe small kids um, right now? Since we're talking about kids.
1: Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I think we have to be intentional with our children just like we have to be intentional with our marriage and any relationship, really. Um, but again, I think just stressing that um, we love you, you love your children, but it is very important for your children to see that you are that this that your spouse is number one. And I think, I mean, even our children, as we started to shift that, they felt a little jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I. I think at the end of the day, they may be jealous, but we just really tried to stress that um, this is the way it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be us and then them. And um, and that's where they get security. So I think, again, like that's why that's so important. Yeah. Um, so.
0: Yeah, I no, I totally agree. There's tons agree. of things to talk about. with the kids, I, It so. is. The other I thing I, I always really like, like to, to I, know, I know, I wasn't really, uh, <laughs> I didn't plan on it, but you know, some things pop up in the head. So. One thing is for a kid, or I'm sorry, for parents with, with small kids, um, I think it's important to remember that they're not always small. And so sometimes that grind can really get to you, especially um, if, if you have a spouse that's really business, or business oriented and focused on their job a lot, obviously want to make sure the priorities are right. Um, but there is a time where you'll have your time freed up. And so um, making sure that you keep your priorities in order is great.
1: Well, because we're modeling. We're modeling to our children, how to do the same thing, how to keep their priorities straight. And so for us, if we can rewind just a little bit, um, when, when we hit the hit the wall um, and had to readjust everything, um, it went from me being home all the time, never leaving the children, having no one to watch our kids, um, really being isolated which I did to myself, um, to me realizing that one of your needs was for me to be involved in your world. Um, And so as I started to, I mean, I had to really work hard to do it. I had to, you know, reach out to find a babysitter, which, you know it's very scary whenever you don't have people that you know and back then it wasn't even like you had care.com which is all over you know the, the all over the internet and everywhere else now like it was an actual it was difficult facebook was new it wasn't like it was like hey i need a sitter you know it was i had to really put myself out there but i was intentional to do that because i knew that in order for me to be involved in your business um i was gonna have to i was gonna have to change some things and you know again and that my, my kids saw it. They felt it like I was leaving them for the first time ever, but really just encouraging them, um, through that time and the end made them feel more secure. And then obviously it, it was huge for our marriage because, and it was huge for me. It got me out of the house, you know, yeah. it started to shift. My world opened up. Um, it was, it was what was good for me. So
0: for sure. Uh, you just dated us. You said Facebook was new. Was. So now everybody knows how old we are, but, uh, <laughs> i'm just kidding um so let's talk about back to the priorities um number four i had on here physical health which i threw in here but i wanted to bring that up because you are always so encouraging to me um to make sure that i stay healthy and um again i think it's important for for business leaders honestly and this is a business and leadership podcast and Mm -hmm. and it's important for us to build in time in our schedules to stay physically healthy so uh what are some ways that you think Um, business owners specifically can help keep that as a priority and, um, or keep it as a priority. And why do you think that's important?
1: Well, I mean, I think you really have to, to decide that it's a priority. You really need to think about like how, like your health is everything. So if you don't have your health because you haven't, because you're too busy to eat right and you're too busy to squeeze in some workouts, um, then. You will lose your health and then you won't be good at your business. You're going to be tired, you're going to start to have ailments. Um, and so you first have to make it, you have to be like, I choose for my life to invest my time. This is just as important as the other things that I prioritize. And so I am going to shift my schedule and you've been very good at that. Um, I mean, you're very dedicated to wake up really early in the morning. I don't know that I could be that dedicated. You know, I used to say
0: I would never wake up before five, but now I'm at 445. All right. So if you listen to previous episodes, I said anything that starts with a four was bad for me, but I'm really, I'm really digging the 445 right now. So
1: you're insane, but I'm <laughs> proud of you for it. Yeah. But um, health is important to me. I have my, uh, my own history with um, health, and for me, if I'm not, um, if I'm not trying to prioritize that, it affects m- me mentally. Yeah. And so um, I. I make sure I don't, I don't really personally think that we need to kill ourselves. I'm kind of against that, um, to fit the box that we feel we need to fit in. or right. society yeah. says that we need to fit it. you know, I myself prefer to work out in ways that, that I enjoy and feels good for myself. Um, and also like eating yeah. is super, I mean, that's half of it is, is that's feeding actually your like body. 80% of it's it, 80, <laughs> Yeah. is feeding yeah. your body the right way and taking the time to prioritize yeah.
0: that. And you've taught me so much on that, um, from that standpoint and and finding what works for you I think is mm-hmm. key and, and you were touching on that. And so it's not about, you know, what the internet says your weight should be or what the internet says Or what
1: says. exercises you should do. E- exercises we all have you, should exercises do. If you should do you should exercise
0: good. five times a week. You gotta figure mm-hmm. out what works for you, but I can tell you just from my experience, something's better than nothing. For sure. You know, even if it's 15 minutes here and there from the exercise standpoint, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously choosing choosing good foods obviously is a big thing and, and you always help me with that. Um, so the, the the last one we have as far as the order of priorities, and we don't really need to dive deep into this, but the last one is your job, is your business, right? All those things come before it. And so when you keep all those in line, I really feel like the fifth one just kind of take takes care of itself, mm-hmm. you know? And so this is is a business and a leadership podcast. So I know we've talked a lot about, um, you know, relationships, marriages, um, all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to get kind of specifically into the business side um, of being a spouse to a business owner. And so you're so amazing with that. And so I wanted to ask you, what are some ways that you would tell a spouse of of a business person, business owner, um, entrepreneur, How would you tell that person, as the spouse, to help their other spouse keep their priorities in order?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I think gently, as far as keeping priorities in order, gently um, reminding them when when they're not. Um, You know, you don't have to be mean about it, but. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that it's our job to hold each other accountable. so you
0: want me to talk about? Well, no, I think that was great. I was actually gonna um, jump in there, but okay. I was taking a sip. Okay. Mid mid sentence. Um, you talked about holding each other accountable. I do think that, like, as as a owner of the business, you need to seek that from your spouse, right? Whether you're male, female, whatever. I think it's important for you um, to go to your spouse and say, Hey, can you help me keep my priorities in order? And receive that feedback without getting offended is the key because our first instinct is oh no you're totally wrong and i've done that with you before right i mean even even after our marriage was in a good spot because when you're caught up in the moment you don't even realize what's going on and so having that person you can trust whether it's a spouse or just a really good friend if you're not married like you need to have somebody you can go to and say hey um i don't know if i'm right or not but it looks like your priorities may be a little bit out of order. So take a look at that. And then we have to receive that and really analyze the situation and say, are our priorities out of order? And you know, move from there.
1: I also think it's important to on in some capacity, find a way to be involved in your spouse's business. Mm. You know, we expect, uh, so for those of us who stay at home, we expect our spouse to get involved in the home life. That's natural. But, we also need to be as as interested and invested in knowing at least what's going on in art and our, in our our spouse's life so you know i know for me that was something that my parent my parents modeled really well was at the end of the day when my father came home my mother was a working mother but she got off earlier and um, when my dad would come home they would go upstairs and he would get out of his suit and they would talk and decompress and so my mom always knew the names of the people that worked for my dad and with mm-hmm. my dad and you know and it when we did have things where we would go out to my dad's business we knew, even I knew. Um, and so that was something that she impressed upon me that I had tried to carry on in the beginning of our marriage, but you didn't want anything to do with it. You were like, I wanna leave, I wanna leave my job at home. When I come home, I wanna be done with it. Yeah. So I continued to try to press you on that for a long time and then I gave up, which I should not have done. Um, because I should have been, I, and you needed that. That was what, one of the things you needed was for me to, you know, it now, I mean, I can be involved in your business in in a various amount of ways because we figured that out. Um, but you know, at the minimum, you should know the, what's going on in your spouse's business. You should know the names of the people that work for or with your spouse. Um, it's important. It's important because it's a huge part of your life and it you need to be in you need to be invested in those parts of your spouse's life because if you're not then it's going to separate you
0: yeah and one thing I had in my notes here is is go to your spouse for wisdom right even if they're not involved in your business at all and what I mean by not involved is they're not necessarily at the office every day with you and they're not in the day-to-day um, details but I can tell you some of the best advice I get is from you. And it's honestly because you're way smarter than me, number one, but number two, um, the wisdom that you give is there's no, um, you don't, there's no, they're not getting influence from anywhere else. Like it's strictly like straight wisdom. Um, you're not thinking about whose feelings it's going to hurt and whether it's, it's you know, against this person or that person, there's no politics involved. And I'm not saying there's politics at work, never, but, um, you know, that's just the answers I give from you. And so I always encourage, you know, spouses, um, you guys could both be business owners, but talk to each other about your business and seek wisdom because I'm telling you right now that the wisdom um, that Tasha gives me is better than than I get from anybody other than God. And and that's true. Um, Yeah. And, and you know, I think it's also important as a, as a spouse, you obviously want to be a cheerleader, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it is more than being a cheerleader, like give them wisdom. And and I remember a time where I didn't receive your wisdom and I'm sorry for that because it when you don't, when your spouse isn't necessarily a part of your business, meaning they're not in the day to day, you don't think they understand, but trust me, they do. This isn't, business isn't that hard that you can't get an opinion from your spouse, whether they're involved or not, mm-hmm. yeah. So anything you wanted to add to that? I
1: don't think so. It's good.
0: Yeah. So one thing that, you know, I have the the winning with Beckwith podcast and, and a lot of you guys might not even know where the title came from. And it's because I like to win. <laughs> That's always kind of been my core motivation. And, and Tasha touched on the Enneagram a minute ago, uh, which, by the way, we're going to have you on in a. Future episode to talk about the Enneagram, which is a personality um, assessment, basically. Uh, but my personality type, if you read the description, is like my number one priority is to win. I love to win, and so your that's motivation. what my motivation, motivation, motivation. Yeah, not priority. Uh-huh. Thank you. See, <laughs> proof right there. She's so wise. Uh, but we, so I love to win. But I just, uh, when you're when you're married and you're in relationship, I think it's important that when to to know that when I win, we win, because everything's about a team. And a lot of times, I'm the face. I am tend to be the one in front of the camera, or I tend to want to get the uh, be the one that gets the awards, which is fine with me. And I know you're fine with that because you're <laughs> humble and you're just an amazing woman. But um, you know, I think it's important though to in that success with our spouse. And that's kind of where I wanted to wrap up is like make sure that the spouse even though I know you don't want that and you're not seeking that, and of course me neither, I would never do that, but um, other than the winning part, um, it's important to share um, in success. And again, with leadership in business, really the point of this podcast and having Tasha on this particular episode is I just wanted to get it out there, and I know a lot of people need to hear this, is like, you can't have a successful business when your priorities are out of order. You just can't. Like You may survive for a little bit, and I've seen businesses Um, shoot through the roof right but they didn't have their priorities in order and as soon as things start to catch up they get burned out right Um, the marriage is struggling the kids are struggling you know they may be making bad financial decisions it goes like this and then it takes an immediate crash down and so you know the goal again is is to give you guys the wisdom that I've learned and this is probably the number one lesson I've learned from the business life is to have um, your priorities in order and have an amazing wife or spouse or somebody that you can go to um, as a mentor, as a friend, and so.
1: And it's never too late,
0: yeah. you know.
1: If if you're if if you are married and you've had your priorities out of line and you are struggling, yeah. And there is mistakes happening. Um, it's never too late. I yeah. mean, we are proof of that.
0: Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on this episode. Thanks for having me. And uh, listen, please comment, share this. If you know anybody that you think would get something out of this um, to help grow their business, to help their life really is what we're trying to do here. Um, Please share it with them. Um, Like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and we appreciate it. So see you guys next time.